Mamela. Fellow South Africans. COVID connected. Corona Diaries. Alela. Techeresa. Basic. Listen. Yingisa. Utrela. Hello and welcome to COVID Connected. My name is Ulazo Lachikwana and as always, and I'm in the Etwa. I'm with the amazing Asigalelwe Pezisa, Batinjobe, and Nandi Pamaliti. Minjani guys, how's level 2 treating you? Level 2 is treating me very well, thank you. Yeah, mm. it's good on my side. But it's you? still shaky there by me, bruh. I haven't decided if... I'm okay enough to leave my house. I'm I'm still treating myself like I'm on level five because is it safe enough to go out just because the government said so? I mean, they're not in Makanda, so I don't know. <laughs> I'm still on the same wave as Bati. Um, I, I guess sure, like, you know, uh, but we just keep it moving, you know. Yeah, we got to keep it moving, got to keep it flowing like the water. So this is COVID Connected, a branch of Corona Diaries where we give you a sneak peek into what happens behind the scenes of Corona Diaries. From the production team to what's trending to what happens in the creating of the contents. We give you a light-hearted look into what's happening in the lives of Rose University podcasting students amidst the pandemic. If you didn't know, go yours. In this episode, we will, we will be giving you a window into what to expect in Season 2 of Corona Diaries. We will be speaking to the podcasting class rep, Unanza Platana, and we will look at what content the class has been creating so far this semester. Before we start, let's listen to what happened in the last episode. Dear Diary, career-wise, it's my second year in journalism and, of course, I'm still at Rhodes. This year comes with advantages. I really can't wait because this year we actually get to use the studio for podcasting and we also get to learn all about the Adobe Suite software. Most of all, I really can't wait to use all that equipment. I mean, I can go to the field using recorders. Oh my word, I can already see myself being the next Fellow South Africans, I'm addressing you this evening on a matter of Personally, I see all the problems. What 2020 had in this episode, we spill the tea on how exactly the first semester went for podcasting second year students under lockdown. And that was it on the first episode of COVID Connected. If you haven't listened, um, I'm judging you. Uh, but please, please go have a listen. Uh, right now, we're going to listen to what Nanza Platana had to say about how the pandemic has affected her life and her learning so far. Coming into second year, I was looking forward to going into journalism department and working with bigger equipment great equipment like the cameras and the recording equipment. I was also looking forward to going out and networking even more and building connections and bonds on campus. I was also looking forward to taking up space, taking up space in the leadership of Rhodes. There are only two good things that this pandemic has done for my learning and that's with creating a strict balance and 
This comes with making sure that I have a set timetable. I've um, created a space that works for me. And another thing that this pandemic has done for my learning is um, it's made me realize how important using your resources is. Um, and that is making sure that you email the people that can help you, making sure that you research even more, you dig deeper. Um, yeah. The most challenging parts um, for me personally were definitely losing my grandmother to the pandemic. I think that was very, very challenging. On top of everything that was challenging, I think that has to be the most challenging part of first semester. I think also mentally, like mental health-wise, it has been very challenging. I don't remember being in such a dark space. The only time I was in such a space was in high school. So definitely mental health and that then came to disturb my work. So at times I was handing in late, you know, trying to balance everything. The challenges that came with being class rep remotely, um, I think it was sometimes when the lecturers do not answer their emails on time and a learner needs help right now. Um, so it was hard not to just like knock on their door, knock, in their, knock at their door at the office and ask them, why aren't you answering your emails, please? We need your help. Also, I think sometimes not knowing if I'm giving too much information because now I'm trying to work with my classmates and give them all the information yet at the same time I don't want to overwhelm them so it was diff it was difficult because I know in class I would just stand there and be like this 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 needs to be done the group chat would be used just then now I was using the group chat a lot so I felt sometimes maybe I'm overwhelming them with so much information everything about this course has been amazing like every single thing I enjoy like I enjoy on a Monday morning going and opening my podcast lectures, doing my editorial forms. I've enjoyed listening to other podcasts. I've felt so much inspiration from just listening, from just looking at the course outline. Just everything has been so exciting. The assignments that I enjoyed the most were definitely my personal audio storytelling and the interview with my dad. I think I enjoyed that. I also really, 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 really enjoyed um, the household sounds. That was really fun, just going around, trying to find sounds. And I learned a lot. Like, I... Just also learning a lot from the feedback. I feel like um, being at home is limiting to this course. And also at the same time, not really. Because I feel like with journalism, you just have to always make do with what you have whenever, wherever. So I feel maybe it's limiting in the sense of we didn't get the opportunity to be in the studio. We didn't get the opportunity to... Um, have more face-to-face -face interviews, um, work together and like learn from the teamwork. I think that's maybe like the cons with it, but definitely the content that we create now, I feel like it's more personal, more raw than it would have been if it was in that space. So I'm grateful. So the exciting content that I think I'd want to produce is definitely the happy stories. More like um, the skills people picked up during this time, the hobbies people explored during this time. Um, I'd also like enjoy if there was a mental health series in this part. I think that would be such an exciting thing to produce because I think everyone went through things at extremes. And I feel like because mental health is such a, a topic that is forever 
one that's so hidden. I feel like it's such a nice time and such a nice way to explore it and tell the stories through radio. So maybe whoever is listening doesn't feel like they were overreacting or alone during this time. Guys, that was Unanza Platana. And she really spoke, uh, I think, about things that we can really relate to. She went through a lot at the beginning of this pandemic. And, uh, you know, she was, be- she was able to re-motivate herself and look like, listen, let me focus on uh, my degree and keep pushing and, and keep going. Because uh, she didn't, um, of course, she went through a lot. And she mentioned that she really struggled um, you know, coming back, but she found a way to to keep going. Did you guys find that there was a time where you you felt really down during this pandemic and you felt like, I can't do it anymore? Yeah, definitely. Resilience and perseverance have been the themes of this year for Mm. me personally. Um, Whether it be social, whether it be personal, spiritual, emotional, mental health. And you just have to, you know, get going, find those things. But I think for me, the healing process goes with understanding who you are. I feel like the spaces that COVID connect, (laughs) Corona Diaries, Corona, the Corona itself, the pandemic has allowed us um, to have with um with the lockdown and us being locked down in our homes it's allowed me to do a lot of reflection self-introspection and find the power within me to overcome so i definitely relate to to nanza in that aspect i think i'm the same as Uasi. it's a it's been a very personal time for a lot of us um and i mean i live by myself so it's been a, a time where i have to look at myself if i'm breaking down i have to face me if I, you know, I just fixed something or I, I, I got over something or I, you know, am happy about something, I have to rejoice by myself because there's no one to clap with me in the room. And it's been a time where you pull yourself by your bootstraps even if you don't want to and you get on with it because... Guys, for a great day. Like, at the end of the day... They must do their spiritual... Yeah, and... Even though you Because, like, you know, this whole pandemic... Yeah, changes, you know, because I'm um, seeing a banner in the past three years. Because we, we spend uh, a month, and then you have to work. So, is and also the performance is 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 like I for one but here we are. Yeah, for me also it was, you know, trying to juggle everything together, especially being at home with its chores, you know, being a child and being an adult at the same time. That was really hard for me. So confusing. <laughs> trying to juggle that. All of a sudden you're in family meetings. All of a sudden you're a child again. I understand. So that for me was really hard. Um... But it's weird. The people that caused a lot of adversity in your life are the ones that actually encouraged you to, you know, go back. And for me, I think the best thing was realizing that, okay, you know what? Life is not perfect, you know? Um, Everything's not perfect, but somehow I need to find the joys and and keep it moving, you know, and heal at the same time. So, yeah, that's that's what has been happening. Wait, side note. In day lockdown, guys, we still in lockdown. Still in lockdown. That is thing. True. We keep acting like just because I'm a levels, I like, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean it's over. It's we still and guys, please stop grooving. Just saying, 
Don't groove like it's yay. It's crazy. No, it was no. just March now. We are guys. still in a pandemic. <laughs> like and now we're in already we're like close to November. Like it's Basically. crazy. We've been locked down for months. For twenty twenty. But we've we we've kept it going and yeah. um uh Unanza also spoke about um creating more content content that is happier um mm. that also like touches on people's mental health during this time which yeah. i think is very important so i'm very excited to see what this uh semester has in store for corona diaries definitely definitely mostly because you know we all it's about corona diaries it's about corona itself um but the main thing is that you know, it's a new normal now because the pandemic was like, oh my gosh, what's happening? A disruption. But now we're actually learning to actually, how do we adapt ourselves in the new normal? Like, how do we go forth and prosper? Um, so I'm really excited for the kind of content that we're going to produce. It will still, you know, be the same theme, but the content and the stories that we're going to produce are, are different. So I'm, I'm interested. I'm excited. <laughs> COVID Connected. Welcome back. Um, you're still listening to COVID Connected. And as part of the Corona Diaries podcasting JMS2 course, there are listening forums where the second years every week are given um, podcasts to listen to. And they are supposed to give feedback and also incorporate it in their own stories that they tell. Um, and this week, they were actually given the COVID Connected first episode. As Nandi said, if you have not listened to it, we are definitely judging you. Um, so, yeah. So, they had um, a bit of comments. They had a few comments on, on the last episode. And here is what Renee Bangani Moyo had to say. She said, I think the companion podcast was a good way to add on to the already existing podcast. I think that it was perhaps that they did not fully go into details within the podcast itself when it came to its creation and its background, and so there was room for the creation of this companion podcast. I think that if we added the background history and the making of concept to our season of Corona Diaries right off the bat, then we won't necessarily need to have a companion podcast, but it depends really on whether or not we fit in this segment into the initial podcast. If not, then a companion podcast would be a good idea. Um, what do you guys think? So she's basically she's basically saying that, you know, COVID Connected, this behind-the-scenes podcast itself, is, you know, unnecessary. <laughs> hey, man. Um, I think, okay, so I'm the type of person that likes to learn um, from people's comments and to grow in a way. And I think maybe we didn't um, clarify exactly why we're here. So I think when we spoke about it, it's a thing of when you watch a movie, you're not trying to see Brad Pitt and he's not getting to the point. We are the point of Corona Diaries if you get it. You understand what I mean? Like That's how I put it in my head. So to further explain um, the need, I'm just answering the party in need of um, COVID connected. We are the behind the scenes. We are the bloopers. We are what was left behind. We are the light-hearted um, drop of Corona Diaries. We are 
you know, I don't know how else to explain it. Like we, yeah, we are the baby. That's so true because um, or Andrea Campbell, for example, says that COVID isn't something to be made a joke of, mm. but there's definitely humor to be found in the situations we are put into. So much of the content I've heard produced about the pandemic is all very somber. Um, taking a more relaxed approach could be refreshing to the listener, and I hope that is something that you know we find out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a different comment from Ubongo Blessing Juaka. Uti, my favorite part of the companion podcast is how distinctly different the presenters' voices are. Really lends itself to the idea that we are really all different and of different backgrounds. Having multiple voices also lends to the idea of togetherness. The most impressive thing is the people that had their responses to certain questions recorded. The sound quality is amazing. Even caught myself wondering if they were also in studio. Bones, bruh. Bones. They weren't in studio, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, no, Bugsy. Yeah, um, similar to Ubongo. Ubonga Ningumalu is saying listening to the journey to the making of the podcast is inspiring. Hearing the different points of views and different roles played showed how much work goes into it. It brought everything into perspective and brought clarity to some things I was uncertain of. We don't know those things, but we show Yeah, and that is the point of COVID Connected. So we're glad that our intentions, you know, were fulfilled. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, because it's very important, like, to see Uba, like, this is what happens. This is the lighthearted version. This, because I feel like Corona Diaries gives you the serious um, and more uh, deeper stories of really what is happening and what people are going through. But we're just giving you a, come on, let's chat, hear us out, you know. Um, so I think I'm glad that it's coming through to people and um, I hope. Let's listen to what Jenna Kretzman had to say. This episode also gave me many topical stories which could be discussed in Corona Diaries. As much as we are still living in a social distancing and COVID-fearing world, it is slightly different to how the world was during semester one. And thus the stories we tell should be different to that of season one. This podcast gave me ideas of stories we could, t- we could tell about businesses finding their feet in this new world, people returning to jobs after months of not working, or stories about the mass unemployment which occurred during level 5, 4, and 3 of lockdown, and the effect of it's having on the people during a less strict lockdown protocol. More students will be returning to campus soon, so that is also another story idea which could be explored. And I think, yeah, basically what Jenna was speaking about is what kind of story ideas uh, they could bring to this season of Corona Diaries. I think uh, these are very important stories that talk about unemployment and, of course, um, how everything has affected us during these different levels of lockdown. No, definitely, I, 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 I back what you're saying. COVID connected gives you the light, ne? Mm. And also it gives another idea generator. Because I think I said to a group of um, JMS2s I was working with that it doesn't always have to be bleak. Mm. Or maybe it's because of, of the type of person that I am, but it doesn't have to always be bleak. It can be hopeful. It can be a bit quirky, you know. Like, there was a point where um, a family member of mine was convinced but COVID is a conspiracy. He said, no. Someone on WhatsApp said, Lendo, you guess. Therefore, it's not real. You guess, Lendo. <laughs> you only get it when you breathe it in. You know, you guess. 
and and he was convinced that could have been a story, but it wasn't mine to tell. Mm. Yeah, that's true. And yeah, as you say, when about it, with COVID, COVID brought everything into standstill. Hey, like Bama, Now we had plans for 2020 academically. We had plans financially, like almost everything. Now, like we did everything. Now, COVID happens. Bomi, Buyema. Buyema, we, you, you have to adapt to new starting ways, to new environment. But you have to adapt because we have to submit. Okay, now let's hear from Mulinati Miobe Nopongo Chuak. Before coming to Rhodes, I was this unforgiving person. Like I could hold crutches for the longest time as I could. So in my first day, I met my friends. We all have different characters. But one thing I would like to highlight is that they are forgiving people. And being around them taught me that I should learn to let go of this unforgiving trait. I should learn to forgive, let go, and cut off. That was when I realized that I had this unresolved issue with my biological father. For the longest time, I was very much convinced that I did not care about him, but it turned out that I was lying to myself. My father abandoned me about 14 years ago. I am grateful that he was present in my life before, but he really did not have to drop me like that. I always had this mentality of, if he does not care about me, and so I don't care about him too. He was very abusive, and I remember the very last day I saw him, he brutally beat my mother. From there, I had to go for counseling in order to forgive him and let go of the grudge I held against him. During that period, one of my friends passed away, and at that time I had to deal with grief, forgiving, accepting, and letting go. And that was a lot to an extent that it affected my academics. Everything, everything got better with time and with the counseling sessions, and I later made plans on how to improve academically this year. But COVID-19 came, and my plans were in vain. COVID-19 has changed my life for the worst. It ruined the plans I had for the year, my academic plans. COVID-19 brought fear of, am I really going to make it to third year? Because honestly, nothing is working on my favor. I'm already dealing with a lot personally, and being at home is really making everything get worse. I have duties at home, and I am not as free as I was at Rhodes University. I need my own space. Forgive me. I owe you an apology. The way I treated you, it wasn't okay. The way I watched you settle for so little in your life. I watched you live your life with your eyes closed, blinded by your past. I watched as you continued to make mistake of the mistake and fall deeper and deeper into a pit. One that you've been trying so hard to get yourself out of. And all I was willing to give you was a shovel and not a ladder. And now, I watch as you drift away from me. I'm watching you claw your way out of this pit. And I'm sorry. I know the damage I've done, it can never be erased. But I hope that when you finally get out, you're able to look in the mirror, see me eye to eye for who I truly am. Wow, guys, those were very powerful, uh, both very powerful pieces. Um, uh, it really shows you how, like, people are already going through so much before this happened, and this pandemic just made it um, that much worse. Uh, because as we heard with Ulinati, she was, like, going through so much uh, with her dad and dealing with 
with so many emotions and to have the pandemic on top of that and having to continue with school it's a lot and i think this is why um maybe the mental health uh, topic is very important for us to discuss when we are um, doing Corona Diary Season 2. What do you guys think? Um, on my way here today, I bumped into someone who put things into perspective in, 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 in terms of how the pandemic has sort of disrupted a lot of people's lives and, and messed with their mental health, for lack of a better term. Um, and he said that in a time like this, you need to always remember to check on the strong ones. So for me, Uli Nati went through a lot. And and, and Upongo Naya is dealing with a lot. And I know that each and every person in the studio right now also has been through a lot. And I think it's the time to just pull together and be there for each other. And I know we can't carry each other's loads, but if we band together, we can make it work. That's yeah. Yeah, as you're saying, when about it, um, it's more like now, let's be there for each other. No, because we, we also see that life is short. You, you check, we, we don't know where you so this part alone. So, um, I'm with you on that one. Um, and guys, let's talk. That's the other thing. Let's talk. Let's not hesitate to talk about our problems and stuff. Um, with that being said, it's that like, okay, cool, you know, what is most common here is that we've all been through the pandemic together. Mm. And I think now we're, we're united in the fact that we were students that had to go through remote learning together. Yeah. Although we go through, you know, different things, but we still have that kind of bond now. We share the same pain at, at mm. some level. And where we can, let's talk. Let's heal also. I think talking... Um, with what Ula Zola was saying, it really helps because also you might find out that you thought you were alone but you're also going through the same thing um, and you guys get to learn and heal together and that mm. that united spirit amongst human beings, it, it's magical, it's very healing. COVID Connected all right, it's still COVID connected, but babes. Um, on a lighter note, bring it back, bring it back. We're gonna be okay. We're gonna be alright. We're gonna ride the storm together. So, Nivila Mosi James Twos are our contributors. You know, they do the content. We assist with the content. We pull up, um, and we got a moment with them where they took us into their homes and took us through their daily lives, showed us what it's like, different sounds, so that we're gonna be walking through someone's house. Imagine, yeah, I'm so keen. And then we also got, they also um, shared with their families that they're going to be on Corona Diaries, and these are the views of the families, and also walking through someone's house. Yeah. Life in the lockdown has really turned my world upside down. It's like the semester and vacation periods had a love child, and the result is my life. I've lost track of the days, and it all seems like one big blur. The voices of my nephew signal the start of my day. Morning, Adam. Morning, Alton. Morning, Adam. Morning, Sal. With a quick kiss, they rush off. I lay, and after a few minutes have passed, say a prayer. And so it begins. The events of my days are constant. The surprise is in the sequence. Daily occurrences include cooking, 
music making. Chores. Can you come to dishes, please? The chair, I asked you something earlier. Movies. The general shenanigans of two little boys. And although it feels like a normal day, there's always the ever-present reminder of why our lives have changed so drastically. It's Corona. Yeah, I need to stay away from Veronica G. Yeah, I don't know. These sounds fill up every corner of my home, and while I enjoy the amount of time I get to spend with my family, some quiet time alone is essential for me to recharge my social batteries. See what I did there? Essential, because it's lockdown. <laughs> anyway, too much of a good thing, you know. So. On the other occasion I am home alone, I simply enjoy the silence. It never lasts so long though and it's back to regular programming. Soon enough it's night time and we begin making our way to bed. It's around about this time that we have our daily phone calls with friends and family to catch up on each other's days. Are we okay. After me, lots of my favorite cousin. <laughs> Don't tell my other cousins. It's finally bedtime. My day doesn't end here though. Bedtime to everyone else is stay time for me. I pull up my computer and so begins the manic tapping of my nails against the keyboard. The vibration on my phone is usually what gets me out of my trance. Good It's the perfect end to any day. My boyfriend calling to say goodnight. Aww. And that is my cue. And tomorrow, it's Groundhog Day. Uh, yes. So, um, you can can you give us one fact? Which about is your you? mom? Yeah, one fun fact about you. Ooh, I'm a bubbly person, <laughs> lovely person, outgoing person, That's a, very, a very friendly person. Welcome to Pastille Diaries. Hi, my name's Bruce McLean. Twenty odd years ago. I got into the ring with my most formidable opponent. Initially, it was a little bit of circling about, a little bit of shadow boxing, a little bit of touchy, a little bit of feely, and then it got rougher and more exciting, and it was vibrant, and the crowds were on their feet. And at the end, me and my opponent left the ring together. We came in separately. We left together, and we held aloft the prize that we had won, my daughter, Bianca McLean. <laughs> That's nice. Uh, my name is Patrick McKink. I'm Josie's dad, and I'm very happy to participate in a podcast about um, life 
and these very strange COVID-19 times. Hi, my name's Mary McLean. I'm Bianca McLean's mother. I'm very excited to take part in her podcast and I wish her all the best of luck. What's one fun fact about you? Um, I'm a very nice guy and I'm very funny. Hello, my name is Shelley Barnsley. I'm Josie McKink's mother. I welcome the opportunity to participate in a podcast on the coronavirus uh, and our experiences of uh, living during this time of COVID-19. My name is Litemba. What's your relation to me? You're my sister. Thank you. Younger sister. I'm Tala. I'm Josie's friend from high school and I'll be happy to take part in the Corona Diaries podcast. Hi, I'm Alex. I'm Bianca's boyfriend. Um, and I'm enthusiastic about taking part in this podcast because... I'm incredibly bored in lockdown, and I think it's going to be fun and exciting. Hello everyone, my name is Claudia from Sale. I must say, I was quite shocked when she asked me to be a part of this little voice note, because I'm generally quite shy, and uh, I would say I'm a silent viewer and listener. But just like what Bianca does, she encourages me to get out of my comfort zone and um yeah i'm quite excited to be a part of this Uh, my name is sarah i'm very comfortable with sharing my lockdown stories wow what a journey i feel like we went from east london to joburg and it's so weird (laughs) (laughs) we were all in like households you know we didn't even go outside we're all inside um wow that was great we went from sounds we went to romance we went to babysitting, we went to the hey. kitchen, we got introduced to some bubbly mothers, you know, we, we saw rowdy cows. <laughs> <laughs> that was great, it was so great meeting um, the families and it just goes um, to show the nature of this, of this of this course and of the podcast itself we're so far away and this is how we've been doing it remotely you know people Mm -hmm. from different areas are brought together by the same mission which is the podcast and we get to introduce ourselves through audios like this yeah Yeah. and it's funny how it sounds can take you to places you have never been to before. Yeah. I was there. Uh, guys, I'm saying my clean family. So yeah, this was fine. Yeah. Definitely at this point, um, can the Bastilles please just adopt me? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was really dope. I really like that. I really enjoyed it. I really wanted to be there. But I was because exactly. <laughs> theater of the mind. That is what audio is. And yeah, guys, like Maxekens, we COVID because now we have visited the families. And yeah, guys, that will be all. And thanks to everyone who has tuned in to our episode. Stay tuned in for the next one. I'm your host, Lazola Kachikwana. I am Asigele Lepezisa. Batinjobe. I'm Nandi Pamaliti. And this was COVID, COVID Connected. Connected. Bye. Bye.